You already know who it is. We are back. It's the Culture Cave. <laughs> With the new and improved soundboard. <laughs> Believe oh, it or not, that me. was my own effects. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to make them out of your mouth anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just in case I need any more dramatics now. Oh. There's something that the, something that this board can't give me. The the budget has increased. The sponsors have come in. Yeah, uh, mate. The the big money plays the, are now well underway. <laughs> the oh, paychecks yeah. are flowing. The the president of Napier has met up with us and said, listen, Culture Cam, you're probably the best podcast we've ever seen in our lives. And I was like, God, dude. True story. True and now, now me, Cliff, and Big M, 100k a week. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Okay. Well, welcome, everyone. This is going to be a bit of a different episode than you're used to that everyone knows and loves. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a bumper Okay, Question. Episode. <laughs> Take a guess at uh, who's in charge of this. Yeah. Who's, got the, who's got the soundboard in front of them right now? <laughs> yeah. right? Well, you know what it is? I was tasked with this little soundboard, this little doohickey, and I'm not moving my seat now. I'm, come on. I'm not a bloody mug. We're going <laughs> to swap the seats around next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. But yeah this around. is going to be a... This is going to be a bumper question episode. As as everyone is aware, we are flooded with questions, Absolutely. emails. Everyone is desperate so to get many. to the bottom of you know the topics that are burning everyone's everyone's minds. You know, sometimes we've just got to get to the bottom of things. Mm -hmm. We've had a few questions, and I'm going to start off strong, okay. start off hard, start off fast. With you know, it's a serious question. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, hang on, just. Who's actually read any of these? Because I've not seen anything. So again. I've got some of the ones on the Insta. Right, okay. But Niall is I've, the only one with the emails. I've got all the emails. So oh, you, you guys have read. Okay, so. okay, right. So let's, I'm blind. I'm blind with you. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, so the first question we've got. Again, this is a serious one. Oh, we're gonna have to. Oh gosh, right. Okay. We're gonna have to get to the get into the nitty gritty here. Who, out of us three, what? would do the best on Naked Attraction? Oh. Like, I know this is going to be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is the type of stuff that we simply have to get to the bottom of. Who the, who asked this? Doesn't matter, mate. He's <laughs> a loyal listener asked this, actually. Yeah, really. You know what? Simply because I cannot give it to Archie, I'm going to give it to Nat. <laughs> well, I was going to give it to you, so there you go. What? Oh. That's nuts. No, 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 no. Even, even I've ruled myself out of that one. If you were turned around, then, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. then, then we'd maybe be yeah, on I've, I've got what? the uh, question. Of Latina. But, uh, yeah, mate. To be fair, I'd, I'll go for Niall as well. Because, yeah. mate, oh, well, once good. everything's revealed, you realize this guy's just cues a bloody button. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God, we're... Stop I'm, it. We, we're stop it. In the flat. <laughs> Leave me alone. Our, our flat is quite pretty open. You know, yeah, it's, uh, you it's like a that. nudist beach or something. <laughs> <laughs> Especially just... that Paul, man. Oh, oh my God. God. Paul, he's, yeah. he's never in clothes. Yeah. It's crazy. He's the most masculine yeah. out of all of us. Yeah, yeah, but but now you, you, keep, you keep yourself pretty covered. Pretty covered. Yeah. Well, I mean, as in like you, you actually, you work out. You know, you work out. We you all work good. out. We all work out. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we all sing. Have you seen that club with Victoria? Rowney's coming in strong now. These yeah, days. yeah, for real, for real. Right, mate, yeah. I'll call out David live on there. That guy's got the smallest arse I've ever seen in my life. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. 
to now, be fair, though. Okay. So but, and he doesn't even that. fucking listen to this shit. <laughs> so he's never going to hear it. What a good flatmate. I do, man. I do. I promise you, I do. <laughs> uh, we've got another one. This I know this is going to perk you up, Em. Simply. Okay. Aliens. Oh, man. So timely. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Go on. That, that's it. That's all we got. Well, I tell you what, I'll be answering in full later. Later? But, yeah. Yeah. What? Not right now. Oh, as in, as in. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh my brilliant. goodness! Oh my. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's just a teaser then. Oh my oh, yeah. goodness! Oh. We've okay. got one as well. If if we we can maybe do this more seriously another time, but it is a question we've had, and I won't. I'll be able to hand out a few, but maybe not a definite. We've got best album. Ever. What, what the hell? Yeah, man, I know. That's a bit what of a I need warning for that one. <laughs> yeah, Damn, same, okay. actually. Is this like a personal take or like what we you can go think? Pers- yeah, yeah, I think personal. Because, I mean, what am I going to know about the best album all time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that said, our, our Spotify's are pretty diverse. Yeah, true, actually. Across the flat, up again, apart from Paul, that guy's got the worst yeah, music oh, taste. Paul does have the worst history. music taste. His number one artist is like Lil TJ or something. Yeah, that's crazy. Juice World. Yeah, you can't oh, Juice World. Number one album of all probably, time. Probably the worst musician of all time. If it was going to be personal, I'd probably pick a Kanye album. Yeah. Because oh, mm. if it's Kanye versus Taylor Swift, you already know where I'm going to be at. That's aside, all his, aside all his other views, yeah. <laughs> strictly music. I think up in the I running, up in the running would be my beautiful dark twist fantasy. I can, yeah. Yeah. It's a great Late, at, album. Yeah. My uh, personal favorite's Late Registration because I like jazz, but but like. In terms of what I listen to more, most, it, w- it would probably be Take Care by Drake. Really? Wow, that's crazy. I, that. that is a good album. I mean, I can't. It's a good album. I, yeah. I love Drake like no one, no one's business, but I, I don't think I could put Drake as number one. No, it's like you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to. Especially but, like what he does these days. It's pretty humming. Uh, I, I, I'm going to yeah. shout out. Uh, I'm going to shout out Mob Deep, the infamous. Oh, and and oh man i don't know there's so many the score by fuji's you know i think that's up there yeah but I agree otherwise I, i'm I, there's just too many i think what for me just because it is like my favorite genre i'm always going to think of a rap or a hip-hop album yeah as yeah. my number one so something outside of that uh for emma forever ago bon ivor's first album yeah. so, uh, bon ivor yeah. Tang- tango in the night by fleetwood mac would it be up there? Me. Fleetwood yeah. Mac is a contender. Them See, and yeah. Fleet Foxes Tango, for me. Tango I, I in the Night is guys. a great album. And then Rumours. Rumours is pro- arguably a more fan favourite these days too. Mm. Um, more mainstream, I suppose. But yeah. Uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah. I could. I Well, maybe come back to this another time. We can maybe yeah, some collate... Yeah, or maybe even in the future we can collate some sort of... Uh, some sort of top 10 favorite songs list. Could, we songs could, we could do a, like... a Spotify, like a podcast Spotify, maybe. Yeah, yeah, so yeah true. Yeah. That's class. Yeah. I mean, creating things live on the air. Live yeah, on the air knows. for everyone to see. Yeah, but yeah, that's a bit of a tricky one. And last one, I'd say, before we just move on to some of the emails, because we've got some we've got some intense emails coming in. Following up. But last three. one, a little light one. Clear up. Whether it's split the G or split the harp when you're drinking a Guinness. Good question. Good question. Personally, I think it is split the G, but I kind of prefer the harp in a way. Because the the harp's harder and you can get more more accuracy, I think. Yeah. Like when I first started drinking Guinness, everyone would say it's just the harp. But then obviously, the more Irish pubs you go to, it is, oh no, you have to split the G. So it should be split the G. 
I'll wow. be honest, that's all I've ever heard. To be honest. I, I've yeah. actually not come across splitting the heart. Really? But, um, I've always yeah, loved the yeah. harp. It's a fan favorite. Yeah. I think that sounds better. Oh, to be fair, split the G sounds great though. Yeah, no, Do you no. Know what I mean? Classic, I think it is. Yeah. Split the G. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> find the G. <laughs> surely, surely, there's a little sound for that. Uh, yeah, we'll just have a field day with this. Say that one board. more time. Um, well, <laughs> 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 I can be a personal favorite. Uh, right, I think we can. We're happy to just. Dive into some of the emails. Bring so, them on. Bring them Niall, on. you know, take your time. Like, run us, run us through. Like, serenade me with these emails. What have we got first? This winter, following up from episode three. Oh shit! <laughs> we have an update <laughs> on Sarah. Oh, Steve Damn. and Bob. Oh, oh dear. we have an update, boys. Right? Okay. <laughs> oh, right, okay. This uh, uh, to me. This this is. The, the whole saga of Sarah, Steve, and Bob has been a fan favorite. I'm not saying yeah, we've I've got heard, loads yeah, of fans, yeah, but we yeah. actually do. The amount of times people said Bob's a bloody legend, big up Bob. Yeah, yeah I'm almost, yeah. See, the thing is, I hope I never, it never gets fully revealed to me who Bob is, because yeah, I, I don't want to know. Because it's going to be all I don't. You don't want to know. Because as we all know, if you're involved in this story, you're done out. You're a waistband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, okay, so right, let's get straight it. into this. <sighs> hey, Culture Cam, how are y'all doing? Oh, y'all. <laughs> Bad start. Well, I'm doing great. Loving life. Well, I thought I'd drop an update on what's going on. Well, I'm glad they're loving uh, life. Yeah, that's good. After I sent you guys the email, I texted both of them, Steve and Sarah, and I apologized to Sarah as per your firm suggestion. And we all decided <laughs> to be friends. <laughs> well, Culture Cam just fixing fixing relationships. <laughs> Saving the day. We're in harmony. Although we should probably listen if there's any more to this story. Yeah. Cause, it gets a bit interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Last Wednesday, I met up with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. and we did catch and drank together. Oh, Pretty so standard what? night for us. Oh, However, okay. as the night went on, one thing led to another. Oh. And we were fucking. Oh. Again! Wait, hold on, hold on. Steve, you. <laughs> Should have been a bit quicker to the gun there. But, but he stopped midway through and said, I can't. What? <laughs> I was relieved to hear this because after everything that happened, I felt so guilty having sex with him again. Me? Oh, you... did you? Oh, oh, so we stopped. In the morning, we made a blood oath to never have sex a blood oath. again in the spoon's toilet. Brackets, as he would. What? Anyway, two days after I saw Steve, I met up with Sarah. She asked to hang out, and I said yes to repair our friendship. You're not doing a very good job, are yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> okay. you didn't pay me what to give this information out, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. We did acid and really bonded. What? Like, really <sighs> bonded. <laughs> We text each other every day now. Anyway, today Steve and Sarah got back together. I don't know why or how long or how, but as long as they're both happy, good for them. So I guess everything is back to normal. Back to square one. Happy ending for me. Woo! Anyway, a few questions you guys had on the podcast. How did Bob find out? Bob is like, emphasis on the like, my best friend. I tell him things I probably shouldn't anyway. I think he's kind of a dick. Oh. What? <laughs> Bob's going to listen to this. Another question you guys had. Why did Sarah come over to mine on Halloween night in the first place? Because she's from Sterling, and the last train to Sterling is like 12 a.m. Oh, but she's still a no, bloody but we, idiot. We, st yeah, we still said I, that was stupid. I understand stupid the logistics, babe. <laughs> 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 it's always, what was the thinking We still thought it? she was stupid, regardless of living in Sterling. 
Although, just like to emphasize the fact before Sarah came to mind on Halloween, everything important I own or value or cherish down to my shampoo and toothbrush, I hid away in my suitcase, locked my oh. suitcase, and put that suitcase under my bed so she can't fuck up ah, my stuff. That's that's smart. a crazy insight. Mate, yeah, smart, at though. least you're ahead of the game on that yeah. front. Maybe oh. paranoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worst comes to worst. However, to my avail, she didn't do anything apart from all of my cocaine. <laughs> A sacrifice I'm willing to make. Where are you getting this money from? This, yeah, honestly, why is, the, why is this lifestyle? Are they, but is, in the is, end, is this girl at uni? Or, yeah. 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 But in the end, it's back to my boring, uneventful life, the end. All right. I mean, it doesn't sound all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah. I hope we can maybe keep up to date, but I've got a feeling this... This won't be the last we hear of this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if anything else comes back, just come straight to us again, please. Uh, yeah. Next week, we bring Bob for a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. We the first it. ever Culture Cam guest. <laughs> Me, it, imagine him. if Bob rocked up, though, when he was just some little twat. Like, just some nerd. It was Bob. I'd be fuming. <laughs> I'd, I'd oh, want to him to walk in like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolute alpha. Right. Oh, dear. Well, moving oh, well. on. Moving on from that blissful story. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. else there is to say, really. Just... It's, it sounds like nothing. Nothing we can do can even help. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> good, fu- good fun of those stirring the pot that she fucked Steve again. That's great. <sighs> yeah. But he, but he stopped halfway through, so that means everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what a good guy. Okay, so we have an blood email packed. here. Of a nice eight e- spoons. Yeah, yeah we kind of blushed over that bit as well. Sorry. A blood oath in the spoons toilet. That is. What's wrong with you? That sounds. A bit like I, I know this is a crazy story, but that's overkill. What? What? Just, just mm. agree to like not meet each other. But then, if that's your way of really knuckling down on something, then fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's, you know? this feels like Vampire Diaries or something. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we, we've had another hot email come in, Great. which is titled "Starting to Feel Guilt." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My friend at uni listens to your podcast and said you were looking to give out advice. I'm in need. Met a girl off Tinder a few months ago, and let's just say I was really into her. Went on a few dates and then started staying round at each other's. She's from England, but in her final year up here, I was ready to even come down to her ends to visit her (laughs) (laughs) and meet her family. Not long before we met, she got out of a serious relationship, so told me at the start she wanted to take it slow. This isn't isn't a good start. She's got some colliding colliding um, tempos here. I was cool with it, but, but really wanted more, and I let her know that. We saw each other basically every day and met each other's flatmates and friends and got more serious. Mm-hmm. I came as her plus one to her art show. Oh, that's nice. Went to fly fast with her. That's, smooth, that's nice smooth. as well. We'd bring her McDonald's when she was hungover. We'd pay for each other's meals and got her presents when she was having a bad day. Well, you know what? I've not even heard the end of the story, but this guy's trying to cover his tracks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did this. I did this. Yeah. I'm actually really sound, by the way. <laughs> he, he put in brackets down unbelievably bad, which he is. Yeah. Things definitely weren't casual anymore. When I went out with her flatmates, one of her friends asked me if I consider making our relationship more serious now as she knew her friend, the girl I was seeing, wanted more, wanted something more now. Which is good news. Okay, However, yeah. I felt that I was kind of over the situation and realized I will be graduating in 2025 and I don't know where my life would be headed after that. Oh. Perspective coming in, okay. Word gets back to her that I don't want anything serious and she brings it up to me saying that we've been seeing each other for time and now she wants to know if I'll ever turn into something more serious. I tell her I want to keep seeing her, but without the label, as I don't know where my life will be in two years and I don't want either of us to be upset. She tells me that she, oh my days. She tells me that we see each other every day, are friends with each other's friends, and therefore basically already dating, and that I have already 
I already have my cake and uh-huh. I should eat it. Wait, what? what? She's just came out with all that. Okay. Yep. She ends it with me. <laughs> Wait, I've another finger hovering over the mic. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She ends it with me. She doesn't want to keep dating me without a label. Fair enough. Now I don't know if I was wrong. She was pretty upset that I told her about what about um wanting to be her boyfriend and suddenly changed my mind. What do you boys think? Well, to be honest, I can see what she's saying about the cake and eating thing. I think that's I'd presume this guy's probably like somewhere between eighteen and twenty. You'd yeah. imagine. I, yeah. But like Wait, he's, when did he say he was graduating? Twenty twenty five. So started uni twenty twenty one. Yeah. Presume. Uh yeah, it does is I think I think she's maybe got your number. But at the same time, it's like her being down south at uni, that it's going to be hard. Yeah. And like, unless it's like, oh, you, you can't predict these things and you're right, it would make it a lot harder over time. But if you've the one that's pulled the trigger first and said you didn't want a label, you can't expect someone or anyone to just be like waiting around on like standby this, for you this because is it's true yeah. but a little while back we had a very i wouldn't say similar scenario but there was an individual where a girl was having some bi uh intentions oh, yeah. Yeah. and we gave the guy some advice that you know what it does suck it sucks when your partner feels a, a different way yeah um but that sometimes life does suck yeah. and yeah. you know you deal yeah. with what's what's on the plate so yeah. I don't, I don't want to be giving mixed advice to different people here. I think we should probably be keep it semi consistent. Well, well, what are you saying? Well, yeah, well, like just just whatever. Well, you think. well I, I personally think that you de- it, it would really be bad if you forced a relationship that he didn't feel. Or and mm. I ne- I never think it's good to go into a relationship with an with the end already in sight. Um, I think that's just unhealthy for both people. Um, so, I mean, it's not. I've been wrong before with friends relationships. I've been very wrong before um when i thought i was giving good advice and i was like look clearly the signs are, are not great here and they've just worked out brilliantly so um you know life just isn't as straightforward as okay yeah. cut them off or whatever but um you know don't don't if you if you are going to go there you need to start changing your attitudes from the off um for your own benefit just as much as anybody else's so yeah yeah it's my two cents yeah i would definitely just say like i don't look too far ahead if like if the things are going well, then just go for it. Mm, yeah. Just regardless of how I feel. That's what that's what, what my advice would be. Just follow your own gut. Don't stress too much about the future. But yeah. obviously, I can understand why you do want to do that. Yeah. And time yeah. always heals, you know. Yeah. And with with a situation uh, like that as well, it's not as if when you end with someone, you have to be big enemies with them for the end of your time. Like You can mm. still be civil, mm-hmm. still be mm-hmm. friends, and you don't have to cast away Mm. any of that love you felt for them like it, it just shows your your own capability mm-hmm. to love as well and put your love into someone and sometimes the situations just aren't right and you've got to just learn from it like yeah. you can just like remember it move on mm-hmm. like try to move on keep you living your life yeah it's yeah, yeah and yeah as em says it's gonna suck and I, i'm, I'm not saying on. this individual's done that but do you feel that guys ever like they try um tried to see how things are floating with a bird, right? And then when they finally get something back, yeah. they're, I don't know if it's if they're scared to move forward with yeah. it or I something. I think it's both or... ways as well. Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah I uh, think it can work both ways. A lot of people say the chase is better than the reward. Uh-huh. The I've reward. heard a lot of girls that 
just just love guys that aren't into them at all. Yeah, until they're yeah, into yeah. Very cool. uh, yeah, and a lot of guys will do that, and they'll try out that they don't care one bit, mm-hmm. and then you know they want to try drive someone's head insane. Mm-hmm. To, to, yeah, and then yeah. Makes them see like them. everything. What you both of you have said there, it it's almost natural and like it does happen. But the best thing you can do is just be honest, yeah. and if someone can reciprocate your honesty and you can't like just be truthful with someone like you end up stepping on toes saying things in a relationship that like you think is the right thing to say rather than just being honest and like you're trying to say an answer that's predicting Mm. what you think will be best suited for whatever they're talking about and one thing I've learned is just generally you've got to just be honest and like and then yeah. if if it's gonna work it's gonna work and if it's not it's gonna not and I'm I'm definitely no relationship expert but <laughs> I mean, honesty's got to be yeah. number one and yeah. I've, that's from firsthand experiences of not being honest and being a bit of a twat. I'll, I'll give so, you a biblical yeah. line for this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a house divided by itself cannot stand. There you go. That's, that's, all, that's all I can say. Yeah, it's really good. good. Again, and uh, as we said before, nothing's clear cut. It's just you've got to do your own learning. And growth growth is the most important. Yep, always. For sure. Well, coming in hot. Okay. We have another email, which is just titled Help. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love saying help. That's sorry. the best thing ever. Sorry, before we start, I was thinking that I don't know if I've ever said to you, there's a garden below oh, our building so where like people go out and smoke. Uh-huh. I think it's from like the next building over, yeah. and I'll just open up my window and just like away from the window, like just kind of muffle like help, <laughs> <laughs> and just hear like the combos start to go quiet, and then just go ahead and come here another one. Like, <laughs> and you'll be like oh, you'll either be like a oh my god what's that what's that or, or they'll just go help back <laughs> but to be fair for years for years you've been just I, i'll just hear you in your room going help help, help me help <laughs> i do in the library sometimes yeah. i just, uh, just put my head on the desk help <laughs> Oh, right, come on now, tell us what's, what's going on. <laughs> so on the topic of help, we have, hey boys, I love this show so much so far. Good stuff, big fan. So what should you do if you get with the boy you're seeing's best friend by accident? Oh my what by accident? By accident. Shut up. Got a blindfold on. You know what you did there. Okay, so all, all names have already been changed. Uh-huh. I've been seeing Ron on and off for about nine months, but, we nev- but not that serious, and he's quite a bit... Uh, commitment phobe i don't mm. get the idea he really likes me enough to wife me up i'll get into that later i see it's no it's known that his friend harry fancies me a bit a few weeks ago we were on a night out and bumped into each other and ended up pulling more for more than about 40 minutes behind a bin lot in cowgate i was drunk it didn't 40 mean, minutes just pulling. it didn't mean anything to me up. and i woke up feared beyond belief with a very bruised lip he, <laughs> <laughs> he was a terrible slobbery kiss. That's Harry has texted me a few times with boring chat since. I think to check that I'm not going to spill the beans to Ron, but nothing, but nothing not that PG except trying to get me to come over to his after football three different times, saying we should watch a movie, which would be insane because he lives with Ron. What? <laughs> what the hell? That is weird. Uh, I can't tell whether I should tell Ron this has happened because it's his best friend. I feel guilty, 
For context, we're not exclusive. I don't know where I stand with Ron. He blows very hot and cold. He hates me getting with anyone else, but he constantly gets with girls I know of. Or does a poor job of concealing the fact that he's got with someone on the night before. Sometimes it seems like he's trying to let me know he's bed hopping through Eddie by sending me snaps wearing last night's clothes on the walk home or in mystery, mystery flats or beds. What? Well, you're... Oh, right, keep going. Yeah, I'll get to the end. However, he also regularly tells me he loves me when we're drunk. Meaningless or meaning something? When me and Ron are together, it's like fireworks. <laughs> I am a firm believer that I am feeling the the shag is top tier. Then he must also be thinking this. But we don't go on dates, and he doesn't do anything nice for me. And when I go to his flat, he usually ushers me into his room and does not let me speak to his flatmates. Probably for the best recently, as he lives with Harry. (laughs) But we do do get on really well, and we're together. It's very nice. Ron and Harry have one of those classic bromances where they love each other, but are also in constant rivalry. Anyway, mm. what I was thinking was they're both always speaking about threesomes. So, oh, dear. Right, so, okay. <laughs> so maybe a good solution would be if we have a threesome, but the issue is I don't think Ron will ever be my boyfriend if we do that. Yeah, no my, shit. my questions are as follows. Be brutally honest, I don't care. One, do I tell Ron about Harry? Two, do I do a threesome with Harry and Ron? <laughs> <laughs> Three, do you think Ron could ever be my boyfriend or am I just a piece of meat and bones to him? Why are these the only options? Because <laughs> that's what that's what she wants to hear. Right. Many thanks for any advice. I hope you guys can help. Lots of love. Your biggest fan, XOXO. Right. Okay. Well, I, just because you said that, I'm not going to go easy. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Take it away, Em. Oh, don't put this on right, me. Man. Uh, right. First of all... <laughs> <laughs> Ron, what was question one? To bring it back to question one. They're quite straight to the point without questions. Okay, one. Do I just tell Ron about Harry? So does does she tell the boy that she's been seeing about her? I'd be under the presumption that he already knows. To be honest, yeah, you'd imagine. Yeah, I I don't know what other lads are like, but usually, yeah, usually you're just gonna say to someone if you're coming with someone else, especially if they're any decent mates. Yeah, but I. It, I don't th- the reason have, I though. think they maybe haven't said, if they haven't said, is because your relationship with Ron isn't serious then. Yeah. Mm. Or, but then Harry was like the messaging, saying like, like trying to keep it on the down low. I think mm, I think he probably yeah, feels a maybe, little bit guilty maybe. there. But yeah. he's still trying yeah. to get around to the same flat that they both stay in. Yeah. So it's like, unless bloody... But unless, he's doing that on purpose, man. I mean, yeah. these, these guys are... This is not healthy friendship between these two boys, yeah, man. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. This ain't good. Well, the, um, you're, I'm under the impression that these lads obviously probably both know. And then, I don't know. I, I think Ron probably thinks he's in the position of power. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe yeah, the yeah. alpha friend. And then Harry's just trying like, to... But those, <sighs> those two lads could have had that conversation where it's like, oh, uh, Harry, if, if you go where I, I won't care. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? They maybe. could be under that sort of like... That but also, thing. this Harry, right, needs to understand that, like, getting with your mate's, like, current Like, friends thing, with benefit that, for, that, like, that, nine months? That like, doesn't yeah. put you above. You know, that doesn't put you even on a le- level playing field. It's like you're coming, you're trying to compensate here yeah. with the wrong maneuvers. Yeah, and the saying about, like, is it just, did she say, like, 
is it just a, a good shag that's like keeping us both around? Like, yeah, maybe, mate. But just just take that on the chin and be like, go me, and then move on. Like, mm. cause it's you're in such a state of limbo now where nothing, it sounds like nothing can happen. If something was going to happen further, it, it, it would have happened, what, like mm. six months ago, maybe? Yeah. Never been on a date, never doing anything nice. You're just a, not not to sound like a total twat, but you're. You, it sounds like you're just a bit of a call up in a way. Yeah. Like, mm, like that's, to, that's to, if you're saying it, be and, brutal. And, like yeah. it's like that. That's what it sounds like. And if he is bed hopping and shagging other birds and trying to make that obvious to you, yeah, me, like, he's a cunt. Well, yeah, he's what? obviously just a prick. He, he yeah, sorry, I forgot yeah. about that. If he's bloody sending pictures when he's in last night's club or walking around, like everyone knows the implications of that, and it's not sound. Like that just isn't sound. <laughs> yeah. Like he's. Yeah. It's almost as if he's rubbing it in that he's got this position of power over you that you shouldn't really be, should be standing for. Like, it's such a like classic like girls supporting girls thing to say, but recognizing your self worth a bit. Yeah, like yeah. you're better than that. Absolutely. Everyone's yeah. better than that. No one should have to take that. <laughs> and then the whole whole thing is like, do I have a threesome with them? Oh, no. Fuck. Okay, no, I, I no. think we can confidently say that is the last thing no. you should probably do. Shouldn't even be a question, to be honest. Yeah. If we're being brutally honest, that's a weird one. And then you're just giving those lads exactly everything they want. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And if, then... If you have a threesome with them... And you're right. What, nothing's, okay. nothing's def, nothing should be happening in terms of a relationship with Ron anyway. If you have a threesome with a girl with your mate, she's never going to be your girlfriend. Nah. That, you'd, you'd imagine so. Yeah, that's... Like, so uh, if you, if I'm, not, I'm not blessed in wealth of experience on that front, but you'd imagine that that's not going to be the case. And it's like you know, if you're if you're willing to put yourself into a threesome to these two lads, you're putting yourself through as a pair, as a pair of meat and bones. You know, you're not really. Yeah, yeah. mate. It's time. It's time to. It's time to smell the roses, I suppose. Yeah. Like it sucks. Yeah. Like if you do, if you do actually like him, fair enough. But there's there's going to be someone out there who's probably really infatuated with you yeah, and like yeah. would you, like you, you a hell of a lot more yeah. like you, you don't absolutely have to be putting yourself your own value that. like this, you, is it, this isn't much of a romance is it it's just no. pretty fucked no. and you'd rather <laughs> want you'd rather want a guy that's willing to do a lot of things for you um instead of just concealing you from his mates having his mates try to get you into his bed and as well like just doesn't do anything nice for you yeah like, i know like, like you've like if, uh, i can kind of see where it's coming from but if you, the fact if you're having at the end of the day if you haven't even write the email and ask the questions you know the answer like you've it's time to it's time to cut the ties and like toxicity can sort of keep you uh holding on to something that's already done like sort of drags you back in a bit but it's it's time brother yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you're worth more than that yeah exactly come on sis <laughs> that's that's probably our best advice we could give for you there yeah um, uh, yeah again a shame feel for you but Sorry to say, I think it, I think it may be done. Time to draw the curtain. Exactly. Yeah, there's plenty of other people out there as well. Eh? M's right here. I'm, <laughs> for the M. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on my wife right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's currently in a relationship with the man upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's a firm place to pause it. I'm just gonna let it run in. I'm yeah. Sounds yeah. yeah. So. How far through are we with that one then? We are 33 minutes. Okay. So I think we'll we just hit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> We've just got an email from Aaron McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <yeah. laughs> 
Is that a serious one? No. No. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> to whom it may concern, I have a special propo proposal for you three lovely masculine hunks of a species. <laughs> I know already you three are cultured. However, I believe I found your match. Marie Aziz. Right, stop the email. <laughs> yeah. I'll, let, I'll let this linger. Lots of love, Reverend Izzy. Izzy. So well, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bring an episode in that M. <laughs> so on a bit more of a different note, we're gonna give we're gonna say a few words on a couple things just now. First up, a friend of the show, Sam Malcolmson, is running the Edinburgh Marathon this Saturday for leukemia awareness for a rare form of leukemia, ALL, which is acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And it's when Luke Malcolmson passed away just at 21 years old, came relatively out the blue for the family and obviously was a very tough time for everyone involved. So we're now through via Callum's cabin, have nine flats in Glasgow to accommodate families with children suffering from cancer allowing them to stay the longer term. That's the charity that Sam's going to be running for this Saturday. So we just wanted to give a little shout out and the link will be hopefully in the bio for this episode, raising money. He's already raised a truly whopping £2,121 for Saturday, which is bloody unbelievable. Well, uh, so we'll post the link on our Insta for that as well as in the bio, just as a little, just as a little bit of support for a bloody great cause. Bloody great lad, Sam. Yep. A couple other people, Lenny and Sandy, running it. I don't know the relations, I'm afraid, but I just assume <laughs> family members. So we just wanted to give a little little shout-out for that because what a bloody shift, especially right now amongst all of uni going on and all mm. the deadlines and yep. things coming in. Uh, having the time to get in for that, that's truly, truly great. So Some we just wanted stuff. to get, give yeah. a little shout-out for Sam there. Nice. Lovely. And then, obviously, over the, the past weekend... Everyone at Napier and up in the Highlands of Scotland have been very saddened. We've had some heartbreaking news come in. Um, one of our very dear friends, Callum McIntosh, unfortunately passed away on the Saturday morning just, just by. Um, this news, never easy for anyone to take, completely caught us all off, off guard. Um, Big time. You know, Callum, Callum was in his second year at Napier University. He was no stranger to the Kilby. We'd see him yeah. there all the time. Mm -hmm. um, he studied law, so he was a very busy lad. He was always there with his flatmates, just working hard. He was a proud member of the rugby squad, which is just amazing. Like He absolutely loved it last season, and he was just about to come back as well, which is a, was a big shame. But obviously, Cal, like, he was more than just like an athlete for one team. Uh, up in the Highlands with King UC, he was a, he was a proud member of King UC, uh, shouldn't he? Um, played there for years. You know, uh, through high school, coming to, still at university, traveling up north, still playing for them. Just they just won loads of tro trophies as well. And um, if you knew Cal and and on Facebook, there was a really touching post by the King UC Shinty Club. I'm just going to repeat a few words that they said for Cal. Just to, just a really brief one. They just said when the King UC coaches met a few weeks ago to decide on player player awards for the season, the Young Player of the Year award was no contest. Cal Mack got every vote and was due to receive it a week on Saturday at the awards night. So Niall has obviously known Cal a lot longer than me and Miles had, but yeah. it really, for both me and Miles as well, it was it was like a real punch to the gut for someone. Mm. We were mm. we were in the pub with them last weekend, yeah. seen them pre every day we were in uni, he was also there. And it's, it's going to be really strange 
walking the halls and walking the library and not seeing his face around. Yeah. Genuinely, I said to one of the boys earlier, uh, always had a great big smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah. Always a cheeky yeah. little chap. <laughs> like, always yeah. in good spirits. Yeah. Always happy to see you. Mm. And it is generally going to be a real, real shame. And it's so, such a tragic thing to happen. And I can only give my love out to the rest of the family and all the boys at home because... Going back into the library today was a bit of a, bit of a like shock, yeah. you've it's you've been thinking about it a lot and then come back and it was a real like like mm. yeah a yeah. grounding moment so I really can only give support yeah. and love out to mm. everyone because it's going to be it's going to be a tough time and it's not something that comes naturally grieving yeah and if if anyone listening or just anyone in general that needs support know that it's there via circle of friends via via yeah. us yeah. <laughs> anything it's generally yeah. just more to say that this isn't something that uh happens easily and that is solved easily it's okay to mm -hmm. grieve and be open with your grieving don't feel don't feel pressured to not speak about anything because mm -hmm. yeah it's natural yeah. and it's like come. just for anyone that knows cal um if anyone's listening that knows cal um like we've seen him all the time at the library and stuff and like leading up to this just tragic like event you know we always seen him with a big smile on his face mm. always looking good i was at the pub with him a couple of times as well coming up i was out we he came out uh, for the first time in a while with the, with the rugby boys on, on wednesday night i was like sat down at kitty's with him we we're just having a great time yeah. and high spirits mm -hmm. as always with cal yeah <laughs> you can yeah. never catch cal with a with a sad look in his face like archie was saying he's always got that little cheeky grin i, so. I think uh, uh i've said it before but uh, a testament to the people around you is uh is the gap that they leave behind when they're gone and um you know he was just uh he was more involved in in the things around us than we often give credit for when yeah. when things are going on but yeah. um yeah. but it's the little things a lot of the time, like just the, the little look he had or like, you know, it's it's those little things that seem to spring up to mind more often than not. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, he's he's obviously left a big gap. And uh, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that will be looking back to those times. Yeah, for sure. So I know this isn't our our usual thing, but we just wanted to give uh, a little chance to say rest in peace and a lot of love to all the family because yeah. really we can emphasize the heartbreak and that it was just truly tragic and that it has affected all of us so we just wanted to say a few words it is on a for a good lad exactly yeah so to bring the mood back up a tad we're going to go back to the classics and if there's one thing that will be reliable in this world it is a culture gem with him oh. and if you could miles we're, we're giving you a tough task here to be fair but we'd like you to if can bring us around with another another wise drop of culture yeah okay guys so uh uh on today's gem uh we are going to take a semi-technical but i'll try and keep it brief dive um I'm, i am going to try and not get too crazy with it but uh, i think it is a very important one to get our heads around uh we're going to be discussing the chances of life um, that is not just extraterrestrial life uh, for those who are interested in the alien part, but also just life in general. Um, you know, we often take it for granted, but uh, it's actually pretty complex. So let's just dive in. Um, for for 
discussing things like chance. Um, we're we're really looking at the the kind of mathematics behind it, where there's a lot of different variables that come together to make things turn out as they are. And um, a lot of the time, you can you can kind of break that down mathematically on paper and go, okay, this is how likely it was to happen. And uh, usually, generally speaking, maths transfers quite nicely into actual real physics. Um, and someone tried doing this. Uh, it's called the Drake Equation. It was a probabilis probabilistic argument, and it was used to estimate the number of active and communicative extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way. Um, kind of came off the back um, of this guy called uh, Frank Drake, and it, was, it wasn't really for the purposes of, you know, figuring out how many numbers of civilizations there are, but really just to start the conversation on, you know, what are we looking for um, if we start looking for extraterrestrial life? But he, he brings in a lot of really interesting points as to um, what makes us as we are. Uh, the, the, main, the, the equation really summarizes the main concepts which scientists must contemplate when considering the question of other uh, radio communicative life. And we use radio communicative just because that's, a, that's kind of a, uh, a direct way of sig signaling across space for us. Um, it's not the only way, but yeah. Uh, this equation itself is more properly thought of as an approximation than a serious attempt to determine a precise number. So, you know, I'm not saying that this is exactly how many other life forms there are out there, but um, it's a good way to look at things. Um, so, I'm going to actually skip. Up, I'm going to skip over a lot of the the nitty gritty numbers, but the things that are mentioned in this are the average rate of star formation in our galaxy. So, how often stars are being produced. Uh, the fraction of those stars that have planets, the average number of planets that can potentially support life, and the fraction of planets that could support life that actually develop uh, into life at some point. Um, there's also the fraction of planets with life that actually go on to, to develop intelligent life, so that's us, and the fraction of civilizations that develop a technology that releases detectable signs of their existence into space. And then finally, the length of time for which such civilizations release detectable signals into space. That's a lot of jargon, but in the end, it comes down to this. The universe has 10 million, million, million suns, similar to our own. One in a million has planets around it. Only one in a million, million has the right combination of chemicals, temperature, water, days, and nights to support planetary life as we currently know it. We tend to work with what we know because it is, in fact, all we know. When discussing the fraction of planets that have developed intelligent species, we must understand billions of species have lived on Earth alone. Only one so far has developed the intelligence to tra traverse space as we have. Since the original equation, other discoveries such as the solar system's orbit, which is circular in the galaxy, at such a distance that um, we, we actually evade a lot of radiation, uh, also, the Earth's large moon may aid the evolution of life, stabilizing the planet's axis of rotation. Uh, these things have meant that the chances are even slimmer than we originally calculated, just because there are so many more variables that allow our planet to be suitable for life. Um, on the other hand, this this galaxy, um, for one, is, is fewer than 1 in 60 billion habitable planets. Uh, essentially, if, if you can take something away from that, it's that for where we will find life, say say there is life somewhere else, it's one in 60 billion. So it's gonna be another 60 billion before we find something similar to us. 
and that's not impossible you know as as things in space look there's actually plenty of that you know there's there's loads and loads of planets there's loads and loads of suns it's more than likely that you actually are going to find other other planets that can do that uh but those aren't the only factors you know um it's possible if there are aliens that they've colonized other planets, in which case that's, you know, multiple planets coming out of one uh, or the reappearance of life forms. So, you know, rather than humans developing once, they've done it over and over again um, in the, you know, it, it, I think it it's, it's a very small fraction of time that it actually took life to develop on Earth as opposed to Earth to develop in general. Um, but then you go down to the statistics of, you know, being born that that's i mean the current numbers thrown around are one in 400 trillion um what does this mean well for one with odds of winning the lottery the lottery at one in 300 million uh it means that the likelihood of you being born equates to winning the lottery 1.33 million times uh the further chances of physics being as consistent as consistent as it is spirals to more absurd numbers and when looking at the fabric of the universe and how likely it was that every proton and every electron would work in each arrangement to stay compatible with each other element in its own spiraling configuration. Uh, the point of all of this is that your existence is, is actually beyond astronomical. And what can you take away from that? Well, anyone who ever tries to downplay how special or how valuable you are has completely overlooked the beauty of chance. And not only you, but themselves. Um, I, I really want us to be able to take away that, you know, you have to cherish what you have and love each other like you are one in trillions. Um, so I think that's a big, bit of a shout out just for, you know, the life that we do have and the life that we share with others. Um, it, it is astronomical. Oh, I think that is a perfect culture gem for today. And yeah. really to nail on that sentiment. And a lot of times when you're looking up the stars, you can think just how small you are. And then it's good to remember that because the fact that we are here really just show how special you are and how big you are and how much there is to still see and do and that it's all based on the people you're around yeah so yeah in yeah. a sentiment to cal it just shows the people that he did impact and that will continue to remember him and live on via him because it's as you say there's a there's a lot to see a lot to live and you just got to keep your feet on the ground and try try forget about all the little stresses puts everything <laughs> into a bit of perspective so yeah thank yeah. you for that yeah. exactly thank yeah i just miles. i just don't think you know even with all the mathematical jargon and the words and the science uh you shouldn't really need that to understand that you're special you know yeah. like it's yeah. it's just a bit of a, a reminder that you know mathematically you are special but um i think deep down we do know that you know i think um, it's just when we start to try and convince others that they they lack any value um, that's that's when there's problems exactly. so. and we've we've said this over the past few days now that like you just need you need to have moments in your life where you take yourself out of your own little world and with everything going on with yourself and just take a moment look around there's people around you and we just have to be grateful for that mm -hmm. it's uh it's bloody we're bloody blessed to be here and um for for lads like Cal you know, one day we're just gonna look back and we're gonna just we're just gonna have really nice fond memories of them. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what's that's what's most important. Well we thank you all for tuning in to a bit of a different episode for episode four today. Hopefully next week we will be back to a more regular programming schedule, but we just wanted to take a bit of time just to honor the big man and 
you know, keep it keep it a bit more somber. So we hope we still manage to give you a laugh for <laughs> today. But I have been Archie Bogle. I've been M. Thank you very much for tuning in and all the best. Thank you. Good night. Good night.